All right, welcome everybody. Can you believe we are at week 10 of Momentum Bootcamp? Let me switch it over to speaker view. Welcome everybody. Great hanging out with you all on these Saturday mornings. Can you believe it? It's 10 weeks in. We have one week to go. Now let me encourage you. Don't give up on that last week. You have come this far. And some of you, it might be your first week. I get messages every single week from people saying, I just found out about this boot camp. I'm catching up on all the, all the podcasts, and I want to be in the group, and I'm going to be – and that's great. I don't necessarily recommend sitting down and listening to 15 hours worth of boot camps. Uh, that's probably not the most constructive thing or effective thing or efficient thing for you to do for your business, but I do know there are people that you're in here for the very first time. Here's the deal, whether it's your first time or whether you've been on every single week, and actually I want to ask that question, put it in the chat or put it in the comments. If you have been on Bootcamp Live every single week, throw that in the chat. 10 weeks, going on 10 weeks, live, no excuses, no, I had to miss it because of this. Put it in the chat. I want to see how many of you that is. That is awesome. Look at that. Look at all 10 weeks. Okay, so here's my challenge. Don't. Roll out of here now, okay? Be here on the last week. We're going to have an awesome week next week. I'm not sure what we're doing yet. I have some ideas, but it is going to be the grand finale of all finales of the boot camp. It is Saturday right before going into convention. I had considered ending it this week, and there was a massive revolt from people in my uh, text and my uh, messenger and DMs because um, I figured people needed time to get ready for convention, blah, 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 but they wanted, you all wanted, and I wanted it too this Saturday before boot camp. So we are going next week. Do not miss it. As a matter of fact, bring a friend with you, a coach. Bring a coach on your team. Say, hey, come with me. I promise you it will add value to their life and to their business, whether they're coming to convention or not. Okay, so who's ready to get rolling? Put a one in the chat. If you're ready to really get this thing going, Um. I was going to say I'm going to try to keep my introduction short today, but that's not true because I got a little something I want to share before we get into our panelists. Uh, so I won't say that. Okay. So like we do every week, I'm going to go over the um, the boot camp commitments. So let's look at these. Please don't check out for this time, guys. Actually, I don't care if you check out. It doesn't impact my business. But these are very, 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 very important. And there's a point to me showing these every single week, which I'm going to get to after I'm done showing these. Okay, I'm going to walk you guys through why we do this. Okay. All right. So first of all, some, some type of daily personal development. Good. All right. Okay. Number two, are you checking into the Facebook group daily? Now, let me ask you this. With any of these things. Did you start doing these like religiously, militaristically, like you wouldn't miss it at the beginning and now you're kind of lax on it? Is that a pattern in your life? That's something to look at. The key is to do all these things at the minimum in this boot camp, at the minimum until the boot camp ends. That is what creates the momentum. Dirty little secret here, it's not all the all the stuff that we teach about every week. That's all great stuff, but I'm gonna tell you where that adds value, but the real change comes through what you're looking at on the screen right now and doing it consistently over time. So are you checking into the fate? Guys, it's a, what does it take you, five minutes to check in, maybe 15 if you're watching some of the amazing content that we got flowing in there every single day, right? Okay, so are you doing that? Number three, weekly boot camps, duh, we're here. You're, you, you can check that one out. 
Uh, and though team trainings, are you doing the Monday team trainings with Dr. A? Are you doing the unified trainings? Uh, if your team's doing something, are you engaging in that as well? Okay, that's not any more time than you would be going to a movie uh, and you wouldn't think twice about doing that uh, or watching a movie on Netflix several times throughout a week, okay? So number four, oh, this is, out of all these, I think the most important one for the success of your business is this number four, are you reading and internalizing your whys out loud daily? Okay, big question for you. In the comments, in the chat, how many of you are still doing this daily? You have your whys somewhere, and you, hopefully to start each day, one of the first things you do, I love, I forget who it was that sent me a picture of, of her whys uh, next to her toilet uh, in her, master bathroom because she said that's where I go first thing every morning I'm like way too much information but I like it that's good so uh, <laughs> how many of you are doing that put it in the chat put it in the chat in the comments how many of you are still doing that every single day guys this will never end I do this to this day this this is not something that your wise will change you need to constantly be evolving them especially after you accomplish some of those goals uh, after some of those things come to pass some of your wise will never change right uh, so you're constantly evolving those, but this is something you want to keep doing. All right. And then number five, are your foundations secure? Okay. We talked the first week about foundations to grow this business. If you're trying to build this business without having these foundations in place, I am telling you it will not work. And I also get messages every week saying, can you remind me what the foundations are? And you're in luck because we're actually going to spend a segment here. Tiffany Howard in just a minute is going to actually take us through those foundations again. Do not check out. Guys, I am telling you, I cannot say this strongly enough. And I have this sneaking suspicion that Tiffany is going to say the exact same thing that I'm about to say. You cannot build this business without those foundations in place. I have never seen it. I've worked with a lot of successful coaches. I've worked with a lot of temporarily unsuccessful coaches, okay? They're still in the game if they haven't quit yet, right? They just haven't succeeded yet. But I'm telling you one constant that I have seen is that if these things are out of place, the rest of the business, it, it, it'll be all wonky. You won't be able to build it. It won't work. All the things we're training on, just won't, I mean, they just won't come together. And I, I'm just baffled sometimes. I see people trying to build their business and they're skipping these foundations. And I just, I, I want to like, Shake them and go, start here. Just do those things. And that brings me to a quick little thing that I want to uh, apologize to all of you for before we go to Tiffany this morning. Okay. Um, I, I am sincerely sorry. Okay. I just, I, I felt that I needed to do this this morning. I was uh, kind of going over uh, what I felt was important for this crew. So I want everybody to listen up. Is everybody listening? Are you engaged right now? Everybody loves a good apology, right? From the heart. Here's the deal, because I really do love all you guys. I love this. I get messages from you guys all the time saying thank you for boot camp, and I, I love it. And, I, and, you know, my response is the same. I'm just honored to be on this mission with you, and I really am. That's genuinely how I feel. That's not just a trite response. Um, and when I do you wrong, then I feel that very deeply, okay? So um, I'm going to ask all of your forgiveness because in this 10 week boot camp, we have really not spent too big of a chunk of time on doing 
the work D T W. And that is my bad. Okay. Let me clarify something. We're going to rectify that right now. Okay. Let me clarify this whole bootcamp. Okay. You see, you're going to see Don Chow up here, massively successful coach, great leader. You're going to, today, you're going to see Megan on here a little later. You're going to see Tiffany, you see Carol, you see uh, Corey Baker. I, I, I hate Brad Miller. I hate to start naming people. I mean, just, you know, Doug Wood, all, all these amazing people. And we're about to go to convention, all of you, hopefully, because that was one of the requirements for boot camp. Okay. All these massively successful people. And you are going to be tempted, and you have been tempted, and some of you have given into this, to look at them and say, okay, what is their secret to being successful? I'm going to give away the secret. There's no secret, okay? And it's we almost do you a disservice by putting these amazing individuals up that are great at social media, they're great at doing lives. I mean, they're, they're you know they're great at starting conversations and they can train on how to do a coach explore. And Dawn's gonna be training on how to aim with a coach that's stuck. And all, I mean, they're just they're masters at these things. But what happens is we watch this when we're sitting out here and we're not at that level of success, and we go. Okay, so I have to be a master at, at that like they are to be successful. Or I have, to, I, have to, I have to figure that out. And we put a block in and say, if I can't do that or down the road when I can do that, then I'll be successful. Here's the secret. Every single one of these coaches that you look up to that have been massively successful have done one thing. They have mastered the basics. They have mastered the basics. Who likes going to a baseball game? Who likes going to a basketball game? Professional baseball game, professional basketball game. Have you ever noticed when you go to a baseball game, if you show up early, professional game, and you see what are they out there doing in the field? They're doing the long toss. They're doing, they're doing sprints. They're doing, you know, the, the coach has the, the fungal back and hitting. They're doing some basic fielding. These are the same things that Little League, kids do the exact same things and you add up the the contracts of, of a professional baseball team these days and you're talking 100 200 million dollars for the big teams is how much those people are making they're doing the basics there's not any secret sauce that any of them have they are doing the exact same thing that the little league kids do same thing on the basketball court they're practicing their layups they're practicing their free throws hundreds of them you know what they're doing that the people that aren't there are doing they're doing the work consistently so i am telling you here's here's the truth about this boot camp the reason for this boot camp and i'm giving it all away right now so you know and we're doing another boot camp in august uh so talk with your leader and see what they're doing or if we're doing together i don't know so anyway but here's the deal the reason for this boot camp is not all the things we're training, okay? The purpose, the reason we're doing this boot camp is to get this community together and you have this time once a week where you walk away fired up having spent some time with some massively successful people. You walk away ready to go take the world, build your business, right? Does that make sense? That's the reason for this boot camp. That's the real reason. The other reason is the last 5%. So yes, I will tell you, if you want to be at the level that Tiffany Howard is, and I'm saying her name because I see her on my screen right here. If you want to be at the level where Tiffany Howard is, if you want to be 
at the level where somebody's making, and I'll get in trouble with compliance if I say any amounts, but, but making really, really, really big money, okay? Huge dreams coming true, like I've been able to for Megan and I. The truth is you do have to start to master that last 5%. There are some things that Tiffany Howard knows how to do right now that she has mastered because she did it consistently that has taken her from massively successful to that's crazy successful. Okay, does that make sense? For most of you, what's your goal right now? I want you to throw it in the chat, throw it in the comments. What is your financial goal right now? How much per month is your next milestone that you wanna to get to? Not your end milestone, the next one that you are shooting for. You gotta have one that's within, re within reach, okay? If you're making 500 bucks or 200 bucks a month right now, don't put $100,000 a month in the chat. You are wasting your little typing fingers, okay? So what's your next milestone that's just out of reach, just barely, and that you are pushing for to get to? It might be, for a new coach on here, it might be $500 a month. That's awesome. For most people, you know, we throw out all those big numbers, and the people you see are making the huge numbers, but here's the deal. Most people, $500 extra a month changes their life. It gets them caught up on their credit card bills. It, Gets them to not have to be late on their utilities. It helps pay that car payment, that house payment. It helps them start to dig out of debt. It's a little shovel, but it starts to help to dig them out of debt, right? So don't be afraid to offer this opportunity to somebody that may only make five, may only want to make five hundred dollars a month, and may only make five hundred dollars a month. That's life changing, and the amount of work that it takes to make five hundred dollars a month in this business is nothing. I take that back. It is never nothing. It is minimal compared to what you get, okay? So whether it's $500 a month, whether it's $100,000 a month, if you heard my next milestone, you, would, you, it, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even comprehend it, okay? I'm a big dreamer, big thinker. Okay, so everybody's got that in the chat. I, I blabbed there for a little while because I wanted to see a bunch of these. Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, somebody was very specific. They said $3,009 a month, okay? I love, I love specificity. That's awesome. Dude, go for it. I see a couple thousand dollars. I see, I don't know if that's 600 or 6,000, 5,000, 4,000. And I'm assuming all of you that are in these thousands, you're, you're probably at least halfway there, right? If you're putting 5,000, you're, you're hopefully in the ED range, 2,000 to $3,000, right? Okay, so just to clarify, that's what I would consider a next milestone. 500, Seth, I love that. Um, Okay, I'm, I'm seeing all of these. I, I don't see any over, I see one 10,000, that's good, okay. Okay, 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 a few 10,000s in there. Hopefully you guys are making six, seven, 8,000 a month right now. That would be your next milestone. Otherwise your next milestone might be a little bit less. I see a 20,000, yeah, and I know what some of you are making, so that, so these are, these are good, 1,200, okay. All those numbers that I just said, every, and actually every number, that I saw on that screen, almost every number, because there were a couple pretty, pretty big ones from some of you that are that are leaders. Okay, here's the deal: to get to, and this is going to cover 95% of you, to get to that number that you want to get to. And listen, I get it; it's not all about the money. Massive amounts of people, people get impacted when you're making that kind of money. Every dollar we make, you can trace back to somebody's life being impacted. That's what we're all about but there's nothing wrong with having a goal. But that number, here we go, are you ready for this? Here's the secret. 
to get to that number, you only need the first 95%. All you need to do is master the basics. When Tiffany Howard started, she didn't know, she wasn't the social media queen. She wasn't this amazing leader in this business. She had a big heart and she was willing to do the work. She had hustle, right? Like my wife posted yesterday, I think, hustle and heart, right? She had hustle and she had heart. She had this thing called grit. She was not willing to let go. And to get to the numbers that you all just posted up there, all you have to do is master the basics. That's it. You know what? I'm going to lay out the basics for you. You want to know how to get to that number? Here we go. I'm going to make this easy for you. And I'm going to shut the boot camp down and then you're going to go do it. Cause that's really what needs to happen is you need to go off this screen and go do the work. You don't need to spend hours and hours and hours on trainings every week. You need to DTW. You need to put the time in doing the business building activities, the dream building activities. It's listen, it's easy. It's fun. It gets the, it gets the, the, Juices flowing to listen to a podcast and be on this training. You're going to walk off, off of this Zoom feeling like, yes, that was awesome. And then you're going to take the time to send your leader a message or send me a message. Say, oh, it's so cool. That was so life-changing. And you're not going to take the time to actually go start a stinking conversation. Guys, that won't work. What happens here is, here's what's uh, difficult. Here's what's scary about training and personal development if you if you do enough of it and you're really engaged in it and you do it consistently you can fool your brain into thinking that you just did some actions towards your dream or towards your business and your goal does that make sense but the truth is you did personal development you grew so that you can go do the action so that you can show up better so that you can lead better. But without the leading, without the showing up, without the starting the conversations, nothing happens. I could listen to 300 hours of, I don't know if there's 300 hours in a week. I'm going to say it anyway, 300 hours of podcasts every week. And I would feel awesome. Like I was just conquering the world, but my business would not move forward. Does that make sense? So be careful of that sinister side of, personal development at the end of the day guys and I know I'm beating a dead horse here I'm gonna lay out how you build this business to get to the numbers that you said yes to, to get higher levels of leadership because every one of you has a mentorship team that you can lean on so you're not out there alone but that last five percent that's how that and the pros that's why they're making the millions of dollars because they actually mastered not the, they had to do the 95% first, but they mastered that 5% better than anyone else. And those are the people we have on this Zoom. But you don't have to do that to get to the number that you put there. Okay? Here's what you do. Start conversations. Fill your funnel full of people. Start with conversation. Do health assessments. Coach people well. Sponsor people, build your team. That's it. That's this whole business. That's this whole business, right? The four cornerstones is the whole business, right? Acquiring clients, coaching clients, acquiring coaches, coaching coaches, supporting coaches. That's the whole thing. So it starts with, and I'll get messages from people saying, I, 
you know, what, you, what do I do? And I've got, I'm working with my mentorship team and I'm, you know, I've got it. And you've got baller teams, like the best mentors in the business. And you're messaging me and I love getting messages from people, but you're messaging me going, Hey, can we get, get together, you know, at convention or can we, you know, connect on a zoom? And I'm like, and I used to do some of those and I got so frustrated because I'd find out the person is their health is not in order. They're not doing any conversation. They're not posting regularly. I go look at their Facebook and I'm like, why the freak are we on a zoom right now? You are using my time that I'm not even going to tell you what it's worth per hour. My time with you is taken away from my kids, my team, some of my other dreams, my wife, I'm just shooting straight here. I hope this isn't too hard. Guys, don't reach out to another mentor if you're not doing the basics. Bottom line, you can build this whole business to those numbers that I just saw in the comment and in the chat just by doing the three or four things I just said. And Tiffany is going to continue this conversation talking about the foundations and we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive, not too deep, but we want to make it super clear on the back of what I just said, what is non-negotiable in this business. We did it at the very beginning of boot camp, but I have talked to too many people since boot camp started that it's like you forgot about them. And so Tiffany is going to take us on a little bit of a journey into that. My rant is over. Tiffany, it's all yours. Ooh, can I just say that I love to follow Dan. That's why he's my mentor. Oh man, I get fired up. Okay, that was so good. We should just pause and clap for that goodness right there. That was so good, so good. Because it's so true, guys. I tell coaches this all the time. This business is ridiculously simple. Like, ridiculously simple. The problem is, people want to overcomplicate it and they don't want to do the work. They want to whine to leaders. Can you just tell me what you did? The things that we teach every day. It, someone just said, what, what did Dan say? What were those things? You start conversations. You do health assessments. You sign them up. You coach them well. You sponsor them into a coach and you coach them well. And guess what? You can have any business you want. It really is that simple. The problem is people aren't willing to do the work, y'all. It takes work. Can I tell you that? You can build this business in 30 minutes a day if you want. It might take you longer than someone who builds it in two hours a day or an hour a day. You get to choose, but it's so simple. It really is ridiculous. I hope you got your pen and your paper handy because one thing I'll tell you is leaders are learners and learners are leaders. Every week I get on boot camp, I learn. Last week I was on there, Dave and Deanna said, or David, David Deanna wasn't on that one, but David said some things. I was like, oh, that was real good. Casey and Candy, Ashley Miller, like take some notes, people, okay? But the things I'm going to talk about really are the foundations and they're the things you have to get down pat first. Now, this is not the work. This is kind of the behind the scenes. This is the heart stuff you got to get right first to be able to do the work and be successful at it. Um, the first one, I'm going to give you five things, okay? These are the foundations. Someone has been asking, what are those five foundations Dan talks about at the beginning of the boot camp every week? That's what this is. So the first is your personal health. Is your personal health in order? I will tell you that at the end of the day, to me personally, I think, I really do think all leaders agree with me, but this is the number one, absolute, without a doubt, most important piece of the puzzle. When your personal health is out of line, your business is out of line. Dan uses the quote, I'm sure you got it from Doug, you got it from Terry, I don't know where it came from, but if your business is growing, your waste is shrinking. Okay. If your if your waste is growing, your business is shrinking. When I see coaches that start to plateau in their business 
or they go backwards or they're not growing at all, the first question to ask is how is your health? And I would ask you this, and if you if you bold enough, because I'm all about honesty, baby. We, we ain't sugarcoating squat. That's what got us overweight and struggling. Um, so if you're willing to be honest, in the chat, I would love you to put, if one is like, I'm just sucking, okay? And that's okay, because we can all get better, right? Or if 10's like, oh, I'm baller in my personal health, where are you on the scale right now? Because you need to come to grips with that real, real quick. Hmm, kind of interesting to me. A lot of you are killing it, which is probably why you're on this boot camp. Some of them people with the zeros, ones, and twos, they ain't on this boot camp. So this is good stuff for all of you who are already there. So we might not have to spend too much time on this, but I'm still going to do it. Because I tell you, when Dan used to talk about personal health back in the day when I was a newer coach, I didn't get it because my health was rocking it. Like I was, I was slaying it in the beginning. I didn't struggle at all in the beginning because I'm an all-in kind of person. I'm either in or I'm out. That was, that was just how it was. But then there came this point where I got to what was called maintenance or so I thought. And I, I joined that struggle bus real fast. You can ask Megan Valentine who just joined on here. She's my health coach. Uh, damn, my mentor, but Meg is my health coach. So um, she had helped me a lot, but I started to really struggle. And so here's the deal. When I, I, I heard a coach the other day reach out to me and that one of their coaches is struggling and she's like, you know, but, but her health's not in order. I mean, she's not even on program, but she's real mad. She's not signed nobody up. Huh? Well, that's the problem right there. Okay. And I like to be, I, I kind of get real bold about that because I don't really want to work people if they don't, if they don't want to chase health goals. Cause this is all we do. Y'all we, we help people, not all we do, but it's what we do. We help people in their health. So if we can't get our own health in order. How are we going to help anybody else? And you know, your passion comes across when your health is in order. When it's not, you're faking it. And people see through that so fast. Rachel Lopez, one of my like closest friends, and she's a baller in this business. She told me one time, she can talk to me this way because we're so we're so close. She said, I can tell on social media when your health is on point and when it's not. Because your passion comes through when it's on point. You're doing Facebook lives, you're sharing tips. It's real life. It's it's what you're living. But some of you who are struggling in your health, you're just putting up a bunch of fake crap. I mean, you're just throwing up a recipe or throwing up a copy before and after because it's not real. You're not living it out. We this week, uh, this week, one of our coaches did a health and hope event, and they have these new coaches who just signed up. Their name are Kristen Leslie. Okay, they got up there, and in like three months, I think he's lost 50 pounds. She's lost almost 40. They were up there with such passion, and in like not I, I didn't even get their senior coach celebration done. They were already like an associate director. That's how fast they're growing because they're so passionate. Their health is on point. So I'm challenging you and encouraging you to get your health on point. Where are you? Some of you need to make a decision. Stop settling. We live in a world of people settling in their health. Don't say, well, I'm better than I used to be. Okay, that's great. But you need to be the, become the best version of yourself, the very, very best version of you. So really fight hard for that. Um, uh, ooh, stop comparing yourself. Ed Milet says this, and I love it. He says, when I get to heaven, I'm going to meet who I could have been, and I want to shake that hand and be proud that I am that person, right? Become the best version of yourself. Some of you need to lose weight. Some of you need to optimize. Some of you need to start. Maintenance is a cuss word in my book. I'll ask all my coaches. I don't believe maintenance exists. You're either growing or you're dying. You're moving forward or you're moving backwards. So some of you need to set some dang big goals and go for some something new reach out to your coach if you need some help with that number two heart to help others heart to help others how do you know if you have that are you trying to sell I see this sometimes in new text groups I just can't sell it to anyone I can't close the deal I can't get anyone guys this whole business comes down to caring and loving people 
if you're not growing, it's because your motivation is probably that you're trying to sell someone. Why did you get into this? Was it really to change lives or make money? Because here's the deal. If you got in it to change lives, you can make a lot of money. But if you got in it to make money, you're not going to grow a business and you're not going to change lives. You have to have a, a pure heart. And here's the deal. Some people come in with that and they're just rock stars at it. I mentioned Rachel earlier. Rachel's one of them. Alicia, if some of y'all seen Alicia on boot camp, they just came in with that heart that oozed love. Like all they cared about was loving people. And they grew presidential businesses in like five minutes. And some people come in that may not have the, that same heart yet. So one of those coaches on our team, her name is Dia. A lot of people know Dia. She's an awesome global business. She came in not with that heart. She'd just been hurt in life, um, been really, really hurt, and didn't come in with that, but she grew that heart. You can, listen to me, anything you're lacking in this, you can get. Okay, you just got to go out and chase it. You just got to make that. Whatever you focus on grows. Whatever you starve dies. So focus on loving people. So many people are scared to start conversations with people. You want to know why? Because your motivations aren't right. If you'll get your motivation right of, I just want to make a difference in someone's life today, like I want to be a bright light in their life, then you won't mind starting conversations all day long. Who cares if you sign them up for health? Because here's what I know. If you just go, you know what? I just want to be a bright light in their day. You'll sign them up eventually. It may be tomorrow. It may be two years from now, but you'll sign them up eventually. Corey Baker in his book, he's the bomb. If you don't know, he wrote a book called Chasing Better. Go read it if you have it. Uh, no, I'm not sponsored by Corey, but his book is awesome. One of the things he says in there is he says, we should all make a goal of reaching out to three to five people a day and just saying something kind about them. Like, make their day. We live in such a negative world where all people care about is themselves. Oh, it makes me sick. That's the world we live in, though. We got to be different. Octavians are different. Are you different? We different, okay? We want to make a difference. And so Corey says, we need to just text people randomly three to five a day. How long does that take you to text someone and say, you know what? I just want you to know you're an awesome mom. Like, man, you, I just saw that picture you posted on Facebook. You looked really good. You know what? If you'll do that, you'll build the biggest business you could ever imagine. Zig Ziglar says you don't build a business, you build people and people build a business. If you will get out of your head of how do I make this conversation go to health or how do I not make it weird? Don't make it weird. Love people. Love the crap out of them. Okay. It's not hard. You just got to, it's some of y'all, you're not good at it yet. You'll get good at it. Just make a difference in their lives. Stephanie, this girl, Adia, I mentioned Dia, right? Okay. Dia, um, started a conversation with a girl, Stephanie. Stephanie shared her story at a health and hope event. She's shared a few times. We've gotten here. Amazing story. She at one time, she was like, oh my gosh, Stephanie, are you even on here? I don't even, I know you're on here because you're just a bomb. But I don't remember. But anyway, in, on the program, in one year, a little over a year, like 12, 13, 14 months, she's lost 218 pounds, okay? 218 pounds. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? That's a lot of weight. She thought she was going to die. She would call ahead to, to restaurants to see what their chairs are made out of because she had broken so many. She got stuck in a turnstile once at an NSYNC concert for 20 minutes in front of her kids and thousands upon thousands of other people embarrassed out of her mind. She didn't even want to go on with life. But Dia started a conversation with her and just said, hey girl, had you on my heart? How are you doing? And Stephanie said at that Health and Hope event the other night, she said, I didn't think Dia was trying to get me. She said, wow, somebody cares about me. And she became friends with Dia. And eventually her life is rocked forever. Her children, when she lost weight, her children said, I'm so thankful, Mama, because we used to go to bed thinking you were going to die in your sleep. 
Now we don't worry about that anymore. All Dia did was go love her. So love people make a difference. Number three, and I got to run through this, I'm already over. Integrated. Get integrated on trainings. They're going to make me laugh because they know I'm, I'm always over, okay? Uh, but get integrated on trainings, on, on trainings on Monday night, a leadership call, on your team training, live events, be at convention, do healthy living nights, your community Zoom, your client, your coach pages. Guys, I love what David Asensio said, and David, I'm still in this. I'm going to start using it. I'm going to stop telling new coaches to get on training and start telling them just to be a part of our community because that's what it is. We have an amazing global. His name is Joe. He's a principal. Love him. He shared one time, he said, you know, he works in a really impoverished um, school system and just a lot of, like, just kids that are struggling because they're upbringing. And, and he says, it's just a beating. He's like, I love the kids, but it's a beating. He said, but every time I get on team training every week, it's a breath of fresh air. It reminds me why we do what we do. I love to be around our people. That's what that is, guys. I have never, ever seen a leader grow that did not make trainings a rock in their schedule. Never once. Every leader you've ever seen makes that a rock in their schedule. They're attending every event possible. You, if you've never been to convention, you don't get it. You don't. If you've been to convention, oh, you get the community, the love, the family atmosphere that we have. Make these things a rock in your schedule. On Monday night trains, listen, I had a special needs kid. I had twins. I had worked a bazillion jobs. I never missed Monday night training. I would put my kids to bed early. I never scheduled a health assessment during it. It was always in my, still to this day, it goes off team training on Monday nights, and I'm the one who leads it. I don't forget that now, but it's still in my calendar. I never forget. Again, what I just said, what you focus on grows, what you starve dies. Now, uh, be fully present on trainings. I, I love when I see people like this all the time on trainings. Why do you even get on there, y'all? I mean, it's just a waste of your time. You don't look cute on there, okay? So just be fully present. You cannot multitask. It is proven when you try to multitask, you have the brain capacity of a kindergartner. You know how I know that? Because when I try to multitask, with my kindergartners, um, and they, they, mommy, you're not listening to me. Mommy didn't even hear what I said. You, you can't do that when you're trying to multitask. Um, if you're a new coach, come to convention. If, if you registered as a new coach in June or July, you still can come to the same people I talked about earlier, Kristen, Leslie, and passionate ones. They done signed up for convention yesterday and they brand spanking new because they see the value in it. Number four, the last two go together. Mentorship team, be coachable and teachable. Dan used to teach on that. I never knew people would not be coachable and teachable. Have you heard the saying, go find the people who have what you want and do what they did? Like Dan and Megan Valentine had the life I wanted. If Dan told me to jump off a roof, I probably would have did it, okay? I mean, seriously, like, okay, don't ever tell me that, Dan. Now I'm a little smarter. I wouldn't do that. But unless it was unintegral, and I hope you're not, first of all, no one with unintegrity lasts long in this business. So you ain't got to worry about it. They ain't no rock stars with unintegrity. They gone, I promise. But listen to your Invincible, uh, your mentors, your ego has to go. Zig Ziglar, again, go look that man up. He's the bomb.com, his books, all his trainings. He says you can feed your ego or you can feed your family. You can't feed both. And in this business, I'm telling you, you have to unzip. Rachel Lopez says this all the time unzip your ego at the door every single day. One thing Doug says in his book, and I love go read Church Boy Millionaire. Woo! If I get too. He says, don't be an ask hole. A S K. On my team, Ooh, I get more annoyed with people who ask me for their help, for help, and then they go do the opposite of what I just said. Why in the world would you do that, people? Your mentor's not going to work with you very long if you ask him for help all the time, and then you go do the opposite of what they said. I know I'm just being really real here, but y'all know that's how I am. Follow the system. This is the last thing. Why in the world do you want to go make everything better? Do you see all these leaders, the live Dan and Megan has, Don Chow that's about to speak, Terry, Doug, I can name a million people. Doug, Terry, 
then Dan, created this insane system we have. Terry's been doing this 15 years, probably more now. That's probably 15 when I started. It took them that long to create this banging system. What used to take people seven to 10 years to accomplish an Optavia, we are seeing in nine to 12 months. Now, again, that depends on you going to do the work. Are you just going to listen to this? You're going to go do the work. But why? Because they tried and tested 8 million things that did not work. I love to see new coaches come on and have ideas. I love that. But run your ideas by your mentors. And really, one thing I heard Gina Eccles say one time, if you know Gina, she's not my spirit animal. She's like, fired me at my first time. She's like, so don't go tell Gina I said this and she may be on. But uh, she knows that she just real like me, okay? Someone was trying to reinvent the wheel one time and I heard her say, she says, when they make as much money as me, they can go reinvent that wheel all day long. But tell that, why don't they just ask me and let me help them? She was kind of kidding, kind of not. When you get everything you want in this business, then go reinvent the wheel. Hey, you got everything you want. You've helped all the people you want. Go try to make it better. But until then, know that someone else has probably tested and tried it, okay? Just listen. The system works just like five and one. With your coach, with your clients, don't you get real annoyed when they're like, oh, I'll just switch out the oatmeal for a Quaker Oats, or I'll just take a feeling I have a banana because it's the same calories, right? You know that doesn't work. It don't work. You can't do, you can't kind of follow the system and kind of add your own stuff. You got to follow it to a T. If you will follow it to a T, it'll work. Like my friend Marty Deek says, he says, I got the wheel, I ain't painting it, I ain't adding spokes to it. I'm just doing the wheel the way it is. Y'all, the system works. Follow the system. Stick with your mentors. Be coachable and teachable. If you will do those things and everything else I said, you will have the best business you could ever imagine. Thanks, Dan. That's it, guys. One thing that struck me, uh, Tiffany, amazing. Um, if you, if, if the only thing you ever heard in Optavia, training-wise, was what Tiffany just said, you could build this business. Okay, I want you to think through what she said. Working with your mentorship team, being on trainings, what she just said—that's the key to 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 the, that first ninety-five percent. Don't worry about that last 5%. Now, there are some high-level leaders on here that you are you are chipping away at that last 5%, and you want to be the absolute best. And Tiffany's one of those. Dawn, that you're going to hear from in a second, is one of those. Megan's one of those. And that's awesome. So we have stuff for you. We're all growing. But one thing that struck me, Tiffany, as, as you were talking, is Tiffany is a student when it comes to personal development. Now, trust me, she does the work more than anybody else I know, probably. Uh, she is in massive action all the time, so she doesn't escape uh, or sedate herself with personal development instead of doing the work because she doesn't want to do it. She actually does the work. But when you, do, when you do that work, that personal development, when you're in your car listening to podcasts, when you're reading books, when you're, when you're using that net time, that no extra time, when you're getting ready in the morning, you're pouring stuff in, then when you are communicating with people like Tiffany just was, that comes out, you know, all the quotes, the thoughts, the, all that, all that comes out. You know, you can tell she's been watching or listening to some Zig Ziglar. That's great. She didn't go look up those Zig Ziglar quotes, uh, you know, and, and, you know, for this talk, it's just in her. So that's why, that's why personal development is key. Okay. So let's, let's jump tracks for a minute here. I hope everybody got that. I hope it was worth the first 40 minutes of boot camp to um, solidify that first 95% of the work that is actually the easiest, but you have to be consistent at, okay? Is everybody clear on that? Those foundations are non-negotiable. Don't try to build on top of it, of a shaky foundation. So, 
we're going to shift gears. We're in the middle of, we spent three weeks on sponsoring. How many of you are still sponsoring coaches during, uh, when we were really focusing in on sponsoring, I, I get messages and see people going, Oh, I just, I did three explorers this week. I did blah, blah, blah. You know, I did the actions I did, you know, I, I, I invited everybody to, to, you know, become a coach, all these things. Are you still doing that? It's the same thing that, that you can't just get excited about things when you first hear about it or there's a training on it and then drift back into the old way you were doing it. Everything we train on, including what Don's about to train on, it requires consistency. It requires time. The momentum, we said this at the beginning of this boot camp. it'll take three months to even start to build the momentum that you're going to get by being consistent here. You're going to see that in August, the momentum from this boot camp. So you got to give it time, consistent time. So um, hopefully you're all still sponsoring. And then one of the things we want to hit on today is, especially for those of you that are business coaches, or last week we talked about supporting coaches, different ways to do that, starting a coach well. Now, one thing that I've seen is sometimes people get stuck. We talk about we've got walkers, you know, we've got runners, you know, or we talk about the deck of cards and all these different things. And we all, we're all on this coaching journey. And as business coaches and mentors, we're working with people that are on their own journey. And so I asked Dawn Chow, and she's amazing at this, um, if she would c come walk us through how to support coaches at a few different levels. So if you've got a team, listen up right now and even for you personally if you don't have a team if you maybe feel stuck or like you're not moving forward this can be very helpful to you so Don Chow it's all yours awesome thank you Dan and oh my gosh Tiffany girlfriend I think you're my spirit animal <laughs> um you guys I cannot echo what Dan and Tiffany have said just kicking us off so far this morning like don't recreate the wheel I gotta say I'm one of those people have been around for a little over nine years almost ten years so, you know, that process of trying to like create the systems and, you know, felt kind of like hacking through the jungle with like a, like a pocket knife, <laughs> been there, done that and seeing the systems and what is possible now and what we have in our hands and in our fingers, it is amazing. So I love that Tiffany really drove that home with those five foundations. And I just want to say, you guys, you know, if you're sitting on the other side of this video or you're listening to the podcast and you're thinking, I just wish I could be like a Tiffany when I grow up, or I want to be like a Dan or a Megan when I grow up. I want you to know you have all the tools in your hands right now and that it is practice that makes permanent. You're not going to be an amazing rock star in the beginning. Goodness knows I wasn't. I flubbed this up so many times over the last 10 years, but the one thing I didn't do was quit. The one thing I didn't do was run away. And I had seasons where I sat down and had to breathe and soak it in for a minute. And then I got back up and I started walking and then I started crawling and then I started running. And so just know that wherever you're at, whether you're a brand new coach or you've been a coach for years, whether you are just getting started bringing on some new clients or you are bringing on coaches and training teams, it is a process and it is always practice and you're always putting one step ahead of the other and you are never alone. So this morning I get to talk about AIM, which is A-I-M. So if you've got a piece of paper and a pen, write that down and it's awaken intrinsic motivation. Okay. So we're going to spend a few minutes really diving into that and how it actually applies to you and your team and how it parallels client support and coach support and how you already know how to do it. So it's not some big fancy term. It's not something to get scared of. It's not a new skill you need to learn. It is something that you are already doing. If you are brand new and you are starting doing health assessments and you are awakening and bringing on clients, guess what? You are doing it because you are awakening what people want. You are listening to them and you are hearing what their dreams and goals are and you're coming alongside them. 
If you are doing um, coach explorers like Ashley so beautifully talked about last week, you are doing this. You are asking those questions. You are awakening coaches and you are coming alongside them. So I'm going to put my plug in for last week, you guys, because if you didn't listen to last week and you didn't hear what Ashley and David talked about and Candy and Casey, it was full of nuggets. Like I watch these, I take notes every week, but David Asensio, man, you just nailed it last week when you talked about coming alongside people. So I just want to really, really, really hit home that you have what you need in your fingertips. And sometimes we get so excited about the steps and the structure that we forget to marry the mind and the heart together. We forget to take it back to the why all the time. And, you know, really it's about matching people's pace. So, you know, some are runners, some are walkers and some are crawlers, and that is all moving forward. So I want to talk a little bit today about what does it mean to be stuck? Because David nailed how to work with a new coach. David nailed how to come alongside someone who is crawling, how to come alongside someone who's running and walking. And what we're going to talk about today is what, what do you do um, when that person sits down? Like they just take a seat and maybe they dig their heels in and maybe they're um, running away from you. Maybe they're crawling into a hole because that happens. So um, getting stuck is something that happens and that's kind of how you identify it. So sometimes, especially if you've been a coach for a little while, you might see the value and the, and you might see someone's, you might see someone's potential in them that they don't quite see for themselves. So maybe you've got someone who's crawling, but you know, they can run. Okay. They're not stuck. It just means you got to come alongside them and match their pace for a season. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about holding space but that's not stuck. That is someone who's moving at their own pace. I'm talking about the people who are literally either going backwards, their business is going backwards, or you see no forward movement in the four things we do as coaches. Cause what do we do? It is so stinking simple. And Tiffany just talked about this. We awaken and support clients and we awaken and support coaches. So if you want to see, is someone really stuck or am I stuck? It's you are seeing zero forward movement in that you might even see backward movement. They might be absent. They might send your calls to voicemail. They might be, you know, running away from you or crawling in a hole. And the biggest challenge is to not to take that personally. The biggest challenge is to leave, you leave that at the door, leave your ego at the door and show up for them. So, um, I want you to put a one in the chat because it happens. We've all been stuck. Goodness knows I have been stuck and Brad and Ashley and David and Terry, they're my mentors. <laughs> they have they have walked me through some seasons of being stuck, but I want you to put a one in the chat. If you've ever been stuck, or if you feel like you might be stuck now. So I just want you guys to see the chat is blowing up because guess what? It happens. Dan, you did a video once about, you know, understanding how to overcome um, disappointments. And the thing about disappointments is they're going to happen. You're going to fall down. You're going to trip. You're going to stumble. But um, do you stay there? If you trip on the sidewalk and you fall down and you hit your knees, are you going to just stay there for like days? No, you're going to get up. Dust off, look around, be like, did anyone see me? Okay, good. We're good. We're going to keep walking. Um, so the thing is, is it happens. Now I want you to put a two in the chat. If somehow, some way, whether it was with your, with your mentorship team or on your own, you figured out a way to get unstuck. So put a two in the chat. If you've ever been stuck and if you've found a way to be unstuck, the chat is blowing up because chances are you've gotten stuck and you've gotten unstuck. So case in point is, it is not something to freak out about. The sky is not falling. It's going to happen. The thing is, what do we do when it does happen? 
because it happens to all of us. So now I want to talk about what it looks like to reawaken someone's intrinsic motivation and that desire inside of them to move forward because you can't give someone a to-do list. You can't tell them what to do. It is so much like someone's health journey, right? If you've got a client and they're on their health journey, you can't tell them all the things in boss. Well, you could, but they might not answer your phone calls. What you do is you listen and you ask questions. So that is what we're going to talk about today is how do you help someone move forward and get back in touch with that desire to create change in their life, that desire to run after their dreams, that desire that is stronger than the fear that is holding them back or having them stuck in one place. And so you guys are ready for the secret. Are you ready for like the Holy grail? You got your pen out. Hey, like Dan said, it's not a secret. It's just about being a good human being and about keeping the relationship first. And like David so beautifully said last week about earning trust, that is it. And what Tiffany just talked about leading with your heart and keeping that first and foremost, and that we build people, we don't build a business, we build people. If you keep that front and foremost in your heart and in your head, as you walk forward in this business and you work with your clients and your coaches and your teams of coaches, and as you raise up leaders around you, because you will, if this is your, if this is your mindset, you will raise up leaders all around you. Um, you can go anywhere in this business. So I just want to kind of give a little backstory. Brian and Brian and I've been coaching for about 10 years and I have been stuck. And like I said, Ashley and Brad are my personal mentors and then David and Terry. And you know what? I have to give me major props to even Dr. A because there have been times over the last 10 years, he has grabbed me by the shoulders and just said, you can do anything if you get out of your own way. And I always kind of wondered what that was, but I'm going to walk you through three things. So the first thing that I've learned is lean into your support team when you feel stuck, because if they don't know that you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling stuck, they can't help you. And the other thing is be open to their feedback and their mentorship. Cause like Tiffany said, the worst thing is when someone comes to you and says, help me, help me. I want to learn how to grow. And then they go do the opposite thing. So be open because your mentorship team can see your blind spots when maybe you can't. And sometimes you might not be ready to hear those things. So I just want to say, be open for guidance, but also know that if you have someone that keeps coming to you or gut check. If you're someone who keeps going to your mentorship team, help me, help me. I'm stuck. Help me, help me. I'm stuck. And then you keep doing your own thing, right? You're reinventing your wheel. You're doing your own thing. Um, that's probably not going to work very well. Um, and you know, we don't really re-aim with people 10, 20 times. If you're finding that you're needing to do that, I'm just going to say it might be above your pay grade, might be above our pay grade. Someone might need a little more help than their opt to be a health coach or mentor. If they're like needing to re-aim and, and get unstuck, like if they just keep finding themselves stuck, then that's when you kind of like hold space for them, maybe recommend a book, maybe recommend they seek guidance outside of, you know, their mentorship, like, like a counselor or something. Right. So I'm just going to put a caveat there because sometimes, and Brad and Dan and I were joking about this because over the last 10 years, there've been a few times where I've re-aimed 20, 30 times with someone, even when they didn't want it, because I actually wanted it more for them than they wanted themselves. So that's just a little gut check there. Number two is hold space for people, walk alongside them. So like David was talking about last week, where you've got people who are, you know, runners, walkers, crawlers. Sometimes you have someone that just needs to sit down for a season and it's got to be okay. It can't be about you. 
it has to be all about them. And I got to say, there was a season in our business, and guys, I'm almost a little embarrassed to say this. Brad's chuckling, I know. But there was a season of about three years where I sat firmly in a chair with my heels dug in, and I didn't move. I didn't move forward in my business. I didn't move forward in my relationships. I didn't move forward in my personal development. I was looking at everybody else wondering why wasn't I moving as fast as them or what were they doing that I wasn't doing all these things until I made the decision to move, till I made the decision to listen and open myself up for mentorship and realize that maybe I had some growth to do. Maybe I had some personal development that my business and my life wasn't going to move forward until I took it up a notch, until I leveled up. So hold space for people because thank God, Brad and Ashley and David and Terry held space for me for three years because I didn't just move forward when I woke up and decided to, I leapt forward further than I ever thought I would go in the beginning. So hold space for people and just really encourage them because you can't do it for them. You can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves, but just let them sit for a minute Keep the door open. Make sure that you keep the relationship first and loop back around. Okay, don't sit and wait beside them because that doesn't serve anybody. Dimming your light and slowing down for others doesn't help you. Honor their space. Let them be and let them know you are always here for them and that you will circle back around. You know what? It goes for the same for clients. goes the same for new coaches. goes the same for people who've been around for years and years. So that's number two. Number three is huge. And this is something that I have to thank you know, Terry Miller for saying over and over and over again, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. I'm going to say that one more time, change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. So again, you can't boss people. You can't want it more for them, but also understand you've got these tools in your hands. You only need to be one step ahead of someone to lead them in the path, to lead them in the direction. And it's time for a little bit of a heart check. Is there anyone on your team or that you're working with that you're frustrated with that you wish was moving faster, that you see that light in them or you see their potential, but they're just not living up to it and they're not taking more action. I gotta say then it's about you and it's not about them. If you're having those feelings inside of you, just take a deep breath and release them because to truly awaken someone's intrinsic motivation, it has to be about them. It can't be about what you see for them and you wish they were doing and it definitely can't be about a rank for you or a goal for you. It definitely can't be about that because we set that to the side and we move on. So to truly, truly take aim, it's got to be all about them. So are you guys ready for some tangible steps, like how to really do this and what it looks like? Um, okay. The first thing is ask questions and identify what's going on. One thing I've heard Dr. A say over and over is, there's only two things that happen when someone is stuck and not moving forward. Number one, either they are confused and they do not know what the next step is. So that means they're missing a skill or maybe they're not taking enough action or maybe they have a concept going on. Those are things you are equipped and you have a mentorship team to dive in and guide you with. So that's one option. And the second option is they just don't want it bad enough. And that means they just don't know what they have in their hands and they aren't connected with their why and what's possible in their life. So identify what's going on. Is it the confusion or is it that they are not connected to their why? And then ask those questions, seek to understand, be open and curious and give them empathetic feedback. Always bring it back to their why. What is their desire? Like really sometimes you guys, it takes time. You got to slow down and ask these questions and really 
give them space to answer, like put duct tape over your mouth, ask a question and literally just let them sit with it for a minute. Let them think about it. Let them think about what matters most to them. And here's some ways to ask that because you really want to find like what speaks to their soul. And if you can tap into that, you don't have to worry about, they're then going to become a runner. They're going to be like, what's next? Tell me what's next. Put me in coach. I, I want to do this because you can't hold someone back from their desires and their dreams. You just can't. But if you haven't tapped into that, you can't give them enough to do's and action steps. They will run away from you or they will silence your calls or they will dig a hole and they will sit there until they feel understood. So let me give you some tangible tips here. So if you're going to start this conversation with someone, and again, it just starts with start the conversation. It might be uncomfortable, but that conversation starts with a, Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I am here for you. What are you loving most? Find out what they're loving. Find out what's going well. Find out, like build their confidence because confidence and competence go together. So find out what's important to them, what matters most to them. Ask them these questions. Where do you feel most confident? And then celebrate that. And then ask them, where would you like to improve? Where are some gaps? Where are some areas that you feel a little uncomfortable? Or what are some things that you're afraid of doing or that you know you should do, but you're just not doing? What are those things? And then let them think about it. They will tell you the areas that they're stuck in. You don't have to point out someone's buying spots. All you have to do is ask them enough questions. So, and I love this because Brad and Terry, Ashley, you're so good at this. And they taught me this. You guys, we learn so much from our mentors. If we're students and we, and we pay attention, you will learn because they will teach you. Ask the questions. You can lead a horse to water. You cannot make it drink, but you can salt the oats and salt in the oats means you ask those questions. So ask those questions. And then if you don't know what to say, here's my biggest tip. And if you just write this down, tell me more about that. There have been times when I've been in conversations and I've been like, I have no idea where to go next. And I'm just going to say, you know what? T tell me more about that. T tell me how you're feeling about there. I just want to seek to understand what's going on. So basically you guys awakening someone's intrinsic motivation is exactly what we do on a health assessment, exactly what we do on a coach explore. And so you already are learning how to do those things. So when you're dealing with someone who's stuck, and they're asking for help because you can't help unstick someone who doesn't want the help. Guess what? They'll pull you in with them. So when you've got someone who really wants the help, if you can help them tap into what their dreams are, what their desires are, what's burning in their soul. And if you can help paint that picture of what's possible for them, you will, they will not stop until they reach it. And the only thing to think about is really that great communication is leaving someone felt understood. So when you get off the phone with someone, take a little heart check and be like, do I feel like they feel understood? Did I show up well for them today? Okay. And remember that the why is always most important. And so I'm just going to leave it with this. And you know what, Tiffany already hit the nail on the head. Sometimes it can be, be as simple as helping someone get back on their health journey. Sometimes it can be as simple as asking them where are they at in their health and letting them know that you're here for them and that you can help them because that will relate right back to their business. It's about integrity and it's about confidence. And when they have confidence, they will take action. And you know what? You cannot give them to do's until you understand what their dreams are. All right, Dan, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it back over to you and Megan to wrap us up. But guys, I hope that was helpful. That was awesome. I think our, our necks are sore. We were like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. We were like over here. Yeah. <laughs> Head banging. Cheering you powerful. on.
Yeah, very good. So, so um, Don did such a good job um, of summing up that, you know, how to awaken intrinsic motivation. Do you notice how important that skill is mm -hmm. to learn? We do it with clients on the health assessment. Don't overcomplicate it. We do it with coaches on the explore. You do it with coaches who are stuck. That's the whole thing. Get down into their whys. Get, why do you think I stress every week? Do you have your whys written down? Are you reading them every day? Because this aim piece is so, so vital. So thank you, Don. That was awesome. And we have a few more minutes. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Megan is going to do the conclusion. My action steps are super quick today. So I'm going to hand it over to Megan Valentine to bring up the rear. That sounded weird. Bring up the rear. I don't yeah, know. Don't even bring it home for us. There we go. It. All right. So uh, actually mine goes perfect with what everything that Dawn just said. And she did such a great job that I'm going to shorten mine a little bit because um, she communicated that so well. And wow, did she depict the heart and the desire, I think, of the kind of leader that we want to be. Right. Did you notice everything that she said was about the other person? It was about making sure that they felt understood, that they felt heard, that they felt known. It was about the fact of making sure that we were holding space for them, right? So that's that's what a true leader is. And today, I just wanna talk kind of about the difference between a boss and a leader, okay? And everything that, that you just heard Don say describe what we so desire, right? Because we here want to be transformational leaders, right? And we make it about the other people. Bosses make it about themselves, okay? Like, remember the difference between a boss and a leader because a boss will say, go, and a leader will say, let's go, right? There's a difference there. Um, a, a boss supervises and a leader partners, okay? And honestly, some of us, we've walked into this particular business with different experiences, different, you know, kind of habits, uh, and it's gonna take a lot of growth to determine what is gonna make us and our team successful here in this place. And it is going to be letting go of those boss tendencies, okay? I can be a lady boss and like, and have all the fun hashtags and stuff, but my goal really is to be a transformational leader, is to look at somebody and not just say, all right, you got this, go. It's like linking arms and saying, all right, let's go. We're going to do this together, right, from the get-go. Uh, both, both, you know, uh, roles are kind of commanding roles, but a boss tells and a leader shows. Okay, you just heard that from Dawn, okay? Our goal is not to be tellers, okay? But we truly desire to be people that show people how to do it. If you really look at... Um, the, the most amazing leaders that are the, some of the most successful people, even, even throughout the history of the world, they had certain patterns, right? And it was to choose to model first the behavior or the skill, right? Then to link arms and to model and do the behavior together, right? And then it is to watch the other person do it, give them feedback, and then send them back out to do it again. And so often do we skip some of those steps, right? Supervisors, bosses, they just say go. And then they're all about the result or the profit and it's a pass or it's a fail. Okay, we are on a journey with people as leaders. And so we're, we're saying, hey, watch me do this. Hey, let's do this together. Hey, I'm gonna watch you do it. Hey, let's get back together and let's talk about 
what worked there and what didn't work and that was awesome and how did you feel about that? All right, we're gonna do it again. Here you go again, right? And when we skip that part of that journey, uh, I would say, um, man, we're not doing a great job as a leader, right? We're gonna let our, our people down. And I know there's a lot of people on here today that you know, you're at a place where you're trying to, and we love the wording that, that you, you know, just did, not just acquire, but awaken yeah. clients, awaken coaches. You want to build a team. Okay. Well, it's not just about pass or fail or profit or, you know, it's not that. It's what is our focus? Is our focus what we want is our, or is our focus what they want? Because it's very different between a boss and a leader. The definition of leading is to show someone the way to a destination by going in front or beside them, right? A boss is interested more about the outcome and not the process. And we gotta take the time, and I love that holding space and, and going at their pace, but we're committed to the process and to the journey, and we recognize that things aren't just gonna happen like that because we're all, we're all growing and evolving as leaders. A leader is focused on changing people and the organization not just the profit and outcome, right? Not just the, the what's in it for me, but we're in it for the long haul. We're in it for, no, what does this person really desire? What is the best version of them? How can I assist them to become that, right? I love that. Uh, leaders are focused on change and transformation, achieving the vision, not just gaining the profit, right? How are you doing at vision casting? How are you doing at awakening the vision within other people? Okay. If you didn't really grasp what Don was talking about when it came to awakening people in a health assessment or awakening them in a coach explore, if you're doing um, more than you know 30% of the talking on your health assessment or on your coach explore, you need to reevaluate with your mentor because if you're really successful at this, our goal is to awaken and to help them identify, help them clarify their personal vision for their life for their health, for what they desire. And so many people, they haven't even been asked that question. So it takes some help to some key questions to help them really get clear on what they want health-wise and what they want with their life, right? They have to see past the moment that they're living in, past survival mode, and really be able to say, okay, this is what I desire. Bosses are motiv motivated by standards, but leaders are motivated by values. Okay, so what are the core values that you are going to lead with? What matters to you? Bosses tell and leaders ask, right? We just totally saw, um, I love how um, Dawn just gave us the exact skills and some key questions that we can do. You know, I have a lot of people that ask us like, what does your mentorship really look like, right? Like what, what does it look like, these conversations that you have with your, you know, with the coaches on your team? What, what do those sound like? Because I hear that, you know, you might be in messenger threads or text threads or, you know, but it's one thing to hear things on boot camp and hear another. So I just thought I'd share a conversation. I'm going to keep it anonymous. I'm sure she's on here and she's going to text me because she's going to laugh at me. But, um, so she reached out to us. We absolutely love her. Okay. And she was frustrated with one of, you know, the coaches on her team who was like, you know, I just can't do this and nobody wants this. And it was kind of a conversation full of limiting beliefs and excuses and whatever. And she was like, just so frustrated. Right. She was like, how do I help this person? You know, I'm, you know, she actually, she was like, 
okay, I swear to God, y'all, I don't know how you guys didn't want to smack me when I talked like a victim or had limited beliefs. Like, what, what do I do? Dan replied, who said we didn't want to smack you? But, okay. <laughs> she laughed because that's, yeah, the one thing is, is like, you got to know who you're working with. Huh, you're not supposed to admit who you are. <laughs> okay, but um, anyway, so I literally just responded and I said, I have no idea what's going on, nor do I need to. My suggestion is simply be sure you are asking questions and listening versus doing the talking. Helping people identify their mindsets and habits by listening to themselves causes awakening. It's not listening to us. It's listening to themselves answer our questions that they go, oh, I didn't really realize I believed that or thought that, right? Asking if those beliefs are serving them well and helping them get where they want to go helps them take responsibility and see that they have options. Then asking if they are open to suggestions will give you permission to suggest a better way. Then it's up to them. I wish there were shortcuts to helping people realize that they are their own obstacle, but don't have to be, but often there isn't. And she responded, well, crap, I did none of that. You know, <laughs> I said, well, that would be something you may want to learn to do if you would like to assist coaches to move forward. It could be one of your misses in growing coaches to senior coach and beyond. Said in love, of course, my friend. Okay, I wanted you to hear the verbiage because I'm trying to model to her. I'm not telling her what to do. I'm saying these are some things you could think on, some skills you might want to consider, uh, you know, some different ways of looking at things. And she said, quite possibly. I, I feel I always need super clear instruction and just kind of like tell me what to do for me to understand. But not everyone responds to that. And I'm pretty sure this girl just shut down because she won't text me back. And we've talked about that before because the way that Dan and I need to be led and the communication we need looks really different than the majority of the people we're leading. And we need to make adjustments in our style of communication and in the way that you know we're, we're meeting them where they're at in order to lead them in a way that doesn't shut them down or make them feel like, oh, I, uh, this is too much for me, you know, because we're a lot, we're kind of intense, we're runners, we're, let's go, just tell us what to do, we got this. And other people, that, that's not it, that's not where they're at, okay? So we've been talking about that, meeting them where they're at. Um, I love this because she's so teachable and coachable, which we can't help people that aren't that way. So don't expect anything from your mentors if you aren't willing to go to them or aren't willing to do what they say, like Tiffany said. She said, I don't wanna be that person because it's not a true leader, it's a boss. I need to learn how to be a real leader. And I simply said, I think that's a powerful observation and you're right, especially people in this business are not looking for a boss. People are coming into this business because they want to be their own boss. They want to finally, for the first time, be in charge of their time and their money and their schedule. They want, they want that right, that's what they're fighting for. So if we come in and try to be another boss in their life, when they already are trying to get out of being an employee, well then, man, we're gonna miss it with them, right? I said, they're in this because they want to build this on their terms, thus the need to operate in the way I mentioned earlier. I would encourage you to begin to identify what specific ways and habits and patterns you have that are like what you just mentioned. Write them down. Then write down what a leader would do in similar situations and begin to figure out how you're going to implement these things. Like maybe not responding right away, but making a new rule that you give it 15 minutes. Are you putting yourself in their shoes? Are you assuming the best about them? helping them versus helping them discover versus telling them 
things like that. You want them to not be emotional, but you are responding to them out of your own emotions versus the transformational leadership skills you have been given. She was like, okay, I will do that. And I, and, um, we talked about a couple books and then you know what? She took the time and she sent me back her current habits of being a boss. And it came down to the way that she communicated to her kids, the way that she communicated to her husband, the expectations that she had of other people. And she was able to recognize these things and realized this was causing her to be stuck in her business, okay? And so it was huge. And then she recognized what would a leader do instead? In that situation with my kids next time, what would a leader do instead of a boss? Instead of a one up, one down, how do I model the behavior that I want my kids to, you know, do and respond back to me with? How do I come into my marriage with realistic expectations? How do I show up my best self first, right? So I just wanted to share that with you. A couple last things, because um, I just want you to see how we, that's how we mentor, right? That's our goal. I mean, we're always growing and evolving too, but a lot of it comes down to conversations like that, where we, it's up to the coach. It's up to the person. Um, it's up to the client, right? If you're helping them go, yeah, I understand that as of now, you, you've always only eaten the things that you loved and thought tasted good. You've always only, you know, um, eaten late at night and you don't like this new whatever what do you really want have those habits in the past helped you get you where you want to go no okay would you like to achieve your goals yes what do you think that would require change okay are you willing to do that yes I'm not telling anyone what they need to do I'm just leading them through a way for them to have to be honest and assess where they're at, figure out what it's going to take to get where they want to go and make the decision if they're willing to do that. Right? So last couple things, um, sources of authority, a boss is their authority comes from their title and their position, right? But a leader has been given authority by those that they lead. They've earned it. They've earned it. And so you have to start there just because someone signed on as a client of yours or signed on as a coach, you have to earn the authority and the, and, and the ability to speak into their life. And you have to do that by number one modeling. Like if you're asking them to do things that you're not doing, you know, they're, they're probably going to seek leadership elsewhere. They're probably going to seek mentorship elsewhere. And I wouldn't go, you know, blaming anyone else. You can take it or assume it, or you can earn it. Communication style. We already covered this one, but communication can have a positive or negative effect, right? A boss is commanding and telling communication and it's one-sided. Ultimately, the boss is trying to get a message across. I need to be heard, right? This is what I have to say. Are you getting it? And, and the goal is not learning or listening or understanding, right? What the other person has to say. A boss delegates, but a leader is participating right interested in their opinion collaboration and feedback and um, a good leader focuses on emotional intelligence which I know is like I heard a statistic though I think it was from Helen the other day but she literally talked about like the success of a leader nowadays it is like 86% emotional intelligence okay so it's like it's our soft skills with people um, all right let me just finish with this um, let me see. A leader doesn't have the emphasis on who to blame, but rather the understanding of what went wrong. Okay. They take responsibility. They take accountability. They say, um, what happened? What's missing? 
what's next, right? They don't go, oh, yeah, it's weird. Every coach on my team can't figure out what to do. Every, like, it's, you know, this, da, da, da. Okay. no. I look inward and go, where can I grow? What are my misses? What can I do next? A boss doesn't share success, but a leader lifts up, honors, and celebrates others. If when you're welcoming people on the coach page as this is my new coach, this is, they are part of my team, you know what you're doing? You're making it about you and you're taking it away from them. This was their decision to be brave and their decision to come forward. And it is not about your coach or your team. Hey, I want to celebrate so-and-so for their excitement and passion and bravery to step out and be a light and step out and do this, right? Honor them, celebrate them. They're going to have to do the work and you are going to attract a whole lot more people when you're celebrating and honoring and lifting them up, you know? So that's my last thing. Boom. Wow. Was that uh, helpful to anyone? Yeah. Wow. That's great. And I'll just say this. I have a long way to go in that area, <laughs> but I, I, uh, we both have come so far. So if you don't really lead like that, you lead like a boss in most of the rest of the world. That's what people do. Like the church world that we came from, there's this structure of authority and tell people what to do basically. Um, so it's been a journey for us. So, so just go on that journey. And the way that you get better at it, because I know some of you are thinking, here's, here's what's in your mind right now. I need to get better at that, right? Put a one in the chat or in the comments if that's where you're at right now. I need to get better at that. So is your next question, how can I get better at that? Because needing to or wanting to accomplishes nothing. A decision to actually starts you on the road to making it happen. Okay? So, yeah, I need to get better at that. Okay. Are you going to get better at that? Are you asking how? I'm going to tell you how. Hopefully you are. And are, have you made a decision to get better at that? Or was this just a good little training here, right? Have you made a decision, yes or no, in the chat to get better at what Megan just talked about, being a leader versus being a boss? Okay, you know how you get better at it? You know, read another book about it. There's actually a great book about it. Uh, and I was almost going to recommend it. And I'm like, no, that's you, you don't need to go study more about this thing. You know how you learn to get better at it? You start doing it. You start being conscious. You make a decision to lead better that way. And maybe do like, like I almost said her name, the, the person that was in that thread um, where you write down, yeah, who is one of our favorite people, <laughs> uh, write down how are you being a leader in situations versus how, are you, how, would, how, how would it be a boss? Oh, we're out of time. Sorry. Okay. Um, so, so you get better at doing it. So just start doing it. Make a conscious decision that you are going to start paying attention to whether you're being a boss or being a leader and start doing it now. That is how you will get better at it. Not reading a book about it, not watching another training, not joining a mastermind about it, but just start making a decision to lead that way. So, wow, was today, we made it our goal going into this boot camp at the beginning that we would over deliver when it comes to valuable content and moving people forward. I think we've accomplished that today. So much gold today. This is, uh, I, I'm gonna say it, best boot camp ever right here <laughs> in history. We're gonna top it next week, and then it's gonna be done. We're heading to convention, fired up. Uh, good hanging out with you guys. Action steps real quick. Who wants to see the action steps for this week? It's gonna take less than 30 seconds, okay, this week. Are you ready? Are you ready? Who thinks they know what the action steps are? Okay, here we go. Here's your action steps for this week. I am no longer going to list out little <laughs> actions that you can do every week. 
bottom line, and again, I apologize for not stressing this more during this boot camp. <laughs> do the work. Start with the foundations that Tiffany talked about. Start the conversations. And if you're into that last 5% where you're wanting to be a better leader and you're wanting to awaken people and all that kind of things, then yes, start doing that if that's where you're at. But if you're not doing the foundations, none of that stuff's really going to matter. Honestly, it's just not going to work. So week 10 actions, and I almost had action, but then I put the S on because doing the work is not just one action. It is a lot of action. So do the work this week. Love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us. If you're on the podcast and you stuck it out to the end, thanks for hanging with us. We will see you next week for the grand finale. Bye, everybody. Have an awesome week. Or we'll see you in the boot camp page, actually. Bye.